All right, let's talk about music, boys. Yippity doodah, yippity day. It's a wonderful day to talk about the Grammys. Hey, everyone. I'm Jeremy Van Suarez. I'm Jacob Wade. And I'm Logan Riley Bruner. And uh, I mean, the the this uh, my opening says it all. That's that's kind of our main topic for today. Um, we're gonna discuss the Grammy winners. Uh, if we feel like someone else should have won, who we would have liked to see win, you know, opinions. Everyone has them, and you know that's better for worse. Um, Did either of you watch the Grammys live? No. No. Okay, me either. So no. We're I didn't, I didn't watch the Grammys live because, as you know, I'm very upset that the weekend didn't get nominated for anything. Um, and then I think the day of or the day before, the weekend went on Twitter to publicly state that he was boycotting that shit. And I was like, you know what? Me too. So, okay. no, I didn't watch it live. But we'll, uh, I, I'm more than happy to discuss the winners because that's not giving them any views. For me, the Grammys consistently make terrible decisions and also, like, somehow manage to do good things at the same time. So it's it's really weird to have this, like, dichotomy of, like, oh, wow, that was a really good person who really deserved a Grammy. Why do you mess up, like, seven of the other categories? What I feel like is that multiple people should be able to win Grammys in, like, categories. Like, we should take away the competition element of it. And, like, if a piece of art is worthy of a Grammy like they will they will give it a Grammy like they will award that piece of art a Grammy because it's worthy of it and I feel like in a year more than one piece of art can be worthy of a Grammy you know I feel like you could say the same thing about the Oscars though or the Golden Globes or the Emmys I don't know. It's a tricky subject because then it's like, well, why not just give awards to everyone? You know, that's kind of that's kind of what the boomers rag in our generation about that. It's like we want to just give everyone a trophy. I will point out that we weren't the ones that wanted to give everyone the trophy. It was our boomer parents who were like, everyone deserves a trophy. So don't be looking at us. Yeah. Y'all don't gave us, us the trophy. Everyone gets this was trophy. your idea. That was your call. <laughs> So yeah, the Grammys, guys. We're going to go down the list. You know, we might not mention everything, but we're going to mention all the things that catch our eye. Um, you know, congratulations to Billie Eilish. Yeah. So young, so talented. Sure, she's got a little bit of privilege because of her producer brother, but she still makes great music and has a wonderful voice. She won record of the year for everything I wanted. Good record. Yeah. I'll Good record. Her. What else was nominated? We had Savage by Megan The Stallion, Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa, Circles, Post Malone, Say So, Doge Cat, Rockstar, The Baby, Colors by Black I think they should have gone Pumas. to Billy though. I think Billy deserved it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not upset. This is not this is not a category in which I'm upset. Speaking of Billy, I'm super interested in seeing the Apple TV Plus documentary about the creation of her last album. Oh yeah, I've seen a couple clips from it. A couple like little little moments and it looks like there's some serious like drama that happened during the course of making this album that like she mm -hmm. was dealing with with relationship woes and with like struggles making the album and i'm always interested in that kind of thing i like i like peeling back the layers on uh, an artist's journey so that we can see like the actual struggle that it takes to sometimes produce some really cool art so uh shout out to to that documentary yeah for sure i'm also interested in seeing the behind the scenes of like how she makes her music i feel like yeah. phineas and her have like been good at uh giving her fans like a behind the scenes on how she makes her tracks like we see in interviews with talk show hosts and even was, like on yeah i was thinking even, about 
that interview, he Phineas, Phineas goes on Jimmy Fallon. He's like, yeah, I just heard, you know, the walk sound in Australia. And it's everyone thinks the hi-hat, these are hi-hats on bad guys, but it's just like this, this little machine that's out in public. So interesting. Yeah. So I bet there's going to be a lot of moments like that on the, in the documentary. For sure. Um, and like, yeah, like I've seen like a clip of Billy taking out her Invisalign and deciding that she wants it in to, to begin to the, start album. the album. Yeah. yeah. Cool shit. I'm all for artists sharing their creative process and not just the product. And um, yeah, I definitely want to see that documentary. Shall we move on to song of the year? Yeah. I am or, not oh, no. guys. I'm not I your skipped guys over opinion. album of the year. I yeah, I, I was just, I, I was just like, yeah, let's go with it. Uh, go ahead, tell us about the album of the year, Jacob. Album of the year went to Taylor Swift for Folklore, an album which I have not personally listened to. Same, I'm not a um, big. T- I haven't really uh, stepped into the Taylor Swift zone. Yeah, me either. In years, maybe since. Since her country days for me. Yeah. Same. I don't even know what the name of that album was, but uh, there was a bunch of albums. There were a bunch of albums. There were quite a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I would have loved to see this Grammy go to Jacob Collier, but he did win a Grammy, and we will get to that. Um, but uh, I thought that well, his album was the only one that I listened to all the way through out of all of these. Um, so that would have been my obvious choice. But hey, man, I'm just a single kid living in a bubble. Yeah, you know, I also haven't, as I said, I haven't listened to Folklore by Taylor Swift, uh, but I did listen to Future Nostalgia, a pretty good album. Uh, Can't say I would have wanted it to win over, like, can't say, I I, I don't know. It's like a tricky subject where it's like, it was a good album, um, but like, it wasn't like my like favorite thing I heard last year. Right. Um. But yeah, shout out to Janae Aiko. I've been a long time listener to her. Just to see her nominated on this list uh, makes me happy. Coldplay you know what was I'm also kind of sad about? What? I'm kind of sad that CTV3 wasn't nominated because I thought that that album could have won album of the year. It's such I, a cohesive project. I think and the I Grammys like... honestly have something against Jaden Smith. Um, and what is it? I, I, I think it's him being born into the industry. I think it's them not knowing what he is. Like, I think there's a lot of artists that can very easily be quantified. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they are country. They are R&B. They are X. They are Y. That Jaden is so... Versatile. Whatever he wants to be. Um, he is a versatile artist. Yeah, and so I think it's hard for the Grammys to pin him down and put him in a box. And so because of that, they just kind of snub him year after year after year. Yeah, he can come up with a song like Watch Me, which is like punk rock. He could also come up with like a hard trap album. He can come out with like a 60s bop album. Like he is such a versatile artist and he's pushing these genre boundaries in so many ways that yeah logan i agree that they're they the grammys are finding it hard to place him in a category and like put him in a box and and give him the award that has the 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 label on it that everyone like recognizes i feel like this isn't only a problem with jaden smith that the grammy has about like wanting to put specifically black artists in a box we've seen this over the years that it's just like 
the you know it's like the, the grammys feels like they have like they like they need to have their own category you know like we've like they it's not just like the rap category we have like urban contemporary which is like what is that now we have melodic rap and it's like black people make pop music black people make r&b music i don't understand why we need to go through semantics I mean, like more more power to these artists for being able to have that Grammy nomination under their belt. I do not want to take that away from them, but it seems sometimes it seems like the Grammys want to like give black artists any award, but like record of the year, song of the year, um, uh, album of the year. Uh, with exception to this year, uh, song of the year went to uh, hers. I can't breathe. Uh, a very powerful song that was inspired by all the Black Lives Matter movements uh, of 2020. To be honest, I haven't heard this song. I, no, actually, that's a lie. I think I have heard this song once. Okay. Um, but I, I've seen nothing but like positive responses to it on Twitter. And good for her. You know, she's probably one of the newer artists uh, on the scene. And I believe this is her first Grammy. The thing hey. that I find bizarre is how... And it's something you were pointing out just a second ago, Jeremy. We have Song of the Year and we have Record of the Year. And Song of the Year goes to I Can't Breathe, but I Can't Breathe isn't nominated for Record of the Year. So Record of the Year goes to Everything I Want, not Everything I Wanted. That's the other song that got nominated. Um, yeah, Everything I Wanted. Sorry, my yeah. bad. Um, what is the difference? I believe Song of the Year is specifically for songwriting. And record of the year is for overall packaging, songwriting, production, everything and ev everything about it. The whole record. My response to that to that answer would be: Are we saying that I can't breathe was amazingly written, but wasn't even good enough production-wise to get nominated for record of the year? Because that, to me, seems a little suspicious. It's possible that the quality of the record isn't like masterfully produced enough to be nominated but like because I think song of the year also like implies popularity interesting a bit I feel like that's more towards record of the year and in, in 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 my opinion hmm. because we have I can't breathe which which honestly is not the most you know popular radio played popular song on this list compared to the Box by Roddy Rich or Circles by Post Malone. Don't start now, Dua Lipa. If the world was ending, you'd come over, right? Like, I feel like a lot, I've I've had, like, I can sing the chorus to all of these songs and I can't sing the chorus to I Can't Breathe. That's probably more on my fault than it is on the song's fault. But still, you know, it's how, it's, it's how what, what's popular uh, permeates and might taint some of the, uh, the way that people vote on this committee. So from what it, it sounds like, it sounds like record of the year is like, what is the most popular song? And song of the year is what do we think the most like powerful, the best, the, the most well-written song is, which I can see. It's just, it's a little odd to see a song get nominated and win song of the year and not even get considered for record of the year. Like the song that won record of the year got nominated for song of the year. So it's just a little, it's a little odd. I'm going to Google it. People are constantly confused by this difference between song of the year and record of the year. And I think maybe, maybe the Grammys needs to come up with a better way of phrasing it. 
or combine the awards together or to do something different because i've i've heard people ask this question for de for a decade i think the grammys sometimes want to do what uh you were talking about jacob of uh giving as many people awards as possible and so they end up being more confusing because songs will win record of the year but lose their category or win song of the year but lose their category or an album will get album of the year but not win album best album in its own category it's odd yeah. uh Go ahead, Jacob. I Googled it. And the difference between song of the year and record of the year is that song of the year goes to songwriters and record of the year goes to the artist, to the producer and all the engineers who worked on the track. Yeah. So it's basically a difference between songwriting and song building. Song production. Yeah. Which makes sense. It's just yeah. still a little, it's, it's odd to say that a song had fantastic writing and was the best written song of the year. Well, it's the difference between lyrics and production, you know? It's like the message of the song versus the feel of the song. Or Moving on to uh, Best New Artist, which it's, it's, it's only Best New Artist because it is their first time nominated, okay? Yes. Artists like our winner, Megan Thee Stallion. Clap, 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 clap. Uh, artists like Megan Thee Stallion and Noah Cyrus and Doja Cat and Kei have been making music for years. Uh, but since this, since this is their first nomination or recognition by the uh, Grammys committee, uh, they're considered new artists. I'm really happy that this went to Megan. Me too. Um, yeah. I would love, uh, a, I know we don't like to like add more categories, but mm. I think if there was a breakdown in this category between best first time nominee and best new artist, that might be good. Because I feel, I feel personally it's unfair to put Megan the Stallion, Doja Cat, some of these artists who have been doing this, Noah Cyrus, like these artists who have been doing it for a while with people like Chica, who are like really fresh on the scene, really new, got on the freshman list, like blew up out of, Ooh. on their first EPs to compare them and be like, oh, Meg the Stallion is the best new artist, even though she's been doing this for like six years longer, is I feel like it takes away the opportunity for Grammys for new, new artists and instead gives it to artists who've been around for a while. Like I remember when Fun won the Grammy for best new artist and they had made like six albums and people were like, what does it mean to be a new artist if all you're saying is, oh, it's the first time we've ever heard of them. Best pop solo performance went to Watermelon Sugar, Harry Styles. Hi. Yeah, Great no song. complaints there. No, yeah, complaints, no complaints there. Uh, I, I don't. I don't like. Should it? Should I read the nominees? Should I just continue down the list of winners? Let's go down the list. I mean, the only noticeable nominee that I'd mention would be the song that won Record of the Year, "Everything I Wanted," that then lost in its own category. Yeah. See, and then like that's where it gets confusing because it's like this song is the best record, but it's not the best pop song. It's not the best song. It was produced the best, but it's not the best. It's time. It's time for our weekly do better. Grammys do better. Do better. <laughs> make it make sense. If 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 what you want to do is give more people nominations, then say if a song gets nominated for song or record of the year, it is not eligible in other other categories because then you trim out this like, oh, we're gonna give it song of the year, but we're not gonna give it these other things. Or if you're plant, like, it's just, it's weird. It's a weird situation. Yeah, because it feels like they're picking and choosing which Grammy they give to each artist, right? It's like, no matter which one it deserves, they're like, okay, well, we got to give 
Harry Styles he, something. Yeah, we got to give Harry Styles something. So we'll give him this. We'll give her that. It doesn't feel real. Yeah. Next category, best pop duo group performance. Uh, Rain On Me, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. I love this song. It's a bop from the first time I heard it. Oh, I, I, le- I learned the dance. It was great. I love it. Yeah, I will say Dynamite is one fire group performance. Yeah. And that's a true group performance. That, that, yeah. I be- yeah, that's the only group here, honestly. Yeah. Shouts out to BTS because I know their following is massive. I don't listen to BTS, but you know what? They're doing their thing. I haven't heard Dynamite. I, w- I would like to listen to it. Oh, you've heard Dynamite. Yeah, it's you been, don't it's, know that you have, but you it's have. been in plenty Samsung commercials. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Uh, I remember kind of catching wind of BTS when their Mic Drop remix came out. Um, mm. That they did with with Designer. Uh, they did a they did a remix with Designer, and I really liked it. Uh, so I got in, a little into BTS then. I will I will actually check out Dynamite and come back next week and be like, I was wrong. I've heard it a thousand times. Best pop vocal album went to Future Nostalgia again. These Album of the year, but not the best, but best, blah, Grammys. <laughs> You're so confusing sometimes. So this album's best pop album of the year, but this album is the best album of the year, even though they're both nominated in the same category. What? There's also like best traditional pop vocal album. Yeah, which I, I skipped because I don't know. I mean, I, I am aware of, these you know. old heads. We can skip that. <laughs> Judy? Yeah. Judy's a movie. <laughs> Judy is a movie that should yeah shouldn't that be under best movie score uh which we will get to eventually because I always find the best like the movie categories and the Grammys really interesting they always feel like they're like two years behind and that's just because their deadlines are weird and whatever yeah right yeah uh best dance recording went to 10% by Kei Trinata featuring Kali Uchis I love the song uh I'm happy that it won yeah uh best dance electronic album also went to Kei Trinata for Bubba again really good yeah. just Mm, I, I love Kitchenada so much. I he puts me just in the groove every time. Oh yeah, vibe. Shouts out to Madion because he's really fire. Yeah, um, out to I understand Maddie why he didn't win, but I think he did. He deserved the nomination. Skipping forward to best rock song, uh, just because I want to give a shout out to Brittany Howard, uh, who used to be the uh, the lead singer in the band Alabama Shakes. Um, has now gone off and done her solo career. I loved her album. It's it's futurist. It's proudly it's proudly black. She tackles some really difficult subject matter sometimes, especially on uh, Goathead, uh, which is like my standout track from that album. Uh, so I'm really happy that she won the award for best rock song, best R&B performance. Beyonce, Black Parade, great song. Mm-hmm. Um, Deserved it. Yeah, All I Need by Jake Collier was also nominated. Um, great song, Beyonce. I also would have liked to see Jacob Collier win this. Goathead was also uh, nominated for this song, for this yeah. category. I didn't even realize that. So is performance and song the same as record and song? I believe performance kind of- performance is like, is just like the, the vocals. Because <laughs> that's what, you know, you perform the song, you know, it's the performance you give. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Grammys, it's, we don't understand you. I'm sorry. No, it's it's yeah, it's 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 semantics after a certain point, you know. Yeah. And it only it only goes to to do this to just provide confusion to the masses. Yeah. Best R and B song goes to Better Than I Imagined. I might have heard the song before. I'm not sure. Oh, do it 
Is that Do It by Chloe and Halle? It is Do It by Chloe and Halle. I love Chloe and Halle. I would have loved to see them win something from the Grammys because they're just, they're just, they're like, I don't know. They give me such like, not like they remind me of new kids on the block, but they are like the new, like the cool kids like on the block. They're this like wonderful duo and they just make great music. I would love to see them win some. They're so fresh. I think what probably happened is there were a bunch of people in these categories that the Grammys felt like they needed to give awards to that they looked at Chloe X. Halley and said, we've given them a bunch of nominations. They're still fresh in their career. We'll give them Grammys later. Fine. I mean, they were nominated for album, best progressive R&B album. Okay, this, category. this is a new category and I yeah. don't understand what the genre is. Best progressive, progressive. R&B. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense to me either. But I'm happy that Thundercat won for Me it too. is what it is because Shout out that to album is slick. Apparently, it, apparently, I'm a big fan of progressive R&B because I like all of the artists that are on this list. I just Fair. don't understand what the award is because I believe if you look at it is what it is, which is Thundercat's album. I believe if you look at the genre classification on like Spotify, Apple Music, it's under like dance and electronic. It's not under R and B. Um, Interesting. So I don't, I don't really know what's but also going on Apple there. Music is kind of weird with their genres sometimes. Oh yeah. Best R and B album, which is different than progressive R and B, went to Bigger Love, John Legend. Good for John Legend. Good for. I'm John gonna Legend. say shout out Giveon. Yeah, shout out Giveon. I've heard nothing but good things about him. I wanna. Hey, you know what's funny? After listening to that to Peaches, the new Justin Bieber song, it yep. made me more interested in Giveon than it made me interested in listening to the Justin album. Well, there you go. There so you thanks, go. Justin. I guess <laughs> putting me on to Giveon. <laughs> uh, best rap performance went to Savage, Megan The Stallion featuring Beyonce. Mm. Oh, that was a moment <laughs> when that dropped. Yeah. Whew. Uh, um, big respects to Pop Smoke. Being shout nominated. out to He has mm -hmm. a big spot in my heart. Um, also nominated. Shout out to Baby for Bop. Baby shout out Jack Harlow for what's popping. Yep. All Deep right, Reverence. Yeah. Big Sean featuring <laughs> Nipsey Hustle. Um, and I haven't I haven't heard the bigger picture by Lil Baby. But yeah. shout out to Lil Baby. He's been yeah. killing it with his with his music career in the last I two think, years. I think everyone in this in this category is great. Uh, I think after the Macklemore debacle, uh, they have learned better than giving uh, best rap song or rap performance to the white artist. So uh, as much as I dig what's popping, I am glad that this that it did not win for best rap song. Next, we have best melodic rap performance. Again, I understand the semantics, but this is another new cat. This is, I think this is the category that's replacing best urban contemporary, which was also a very confusing time. Right, but that was a problematic semantics. But also, why couldn't CTV3 go in this category, you know? Melodic rap? This dude raps and sings on almost every song. Anyway, gonna stop talking about Jaden. Shout out to Anderson Pack for Lockdown. They had to give Drake another nomination, you know? Of course, yeah. Like, he doesn't have enough Grammys. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry. I guess you know now. Best rap song? uh overall so best see yeah best rap performance is like the performance of it and then overall song which is songwriting also went to savage savage great Classic bougie bougie ratchet, ratchet. Uh, to all was... the songwriters who worked on the song who yes. was not just beyonce and meg the stallion no no there were more people who collaborated into making that song what it was there were quite a few people that collaborated to make that song what it was yes so shout out to savage 
uh, best rap album went to Nas for King's Disease. First uh, Grammy for Nas. Yes, who who is already a rap legend at this point. So to yeah. see that Nas has finally won a Grammy is both great and like, come on, guys. Yeah. For real, shit. Was he nominated for best new artist? No. no he's not. Uh, um, I'm gonna skip the country stuff. We don't no, really sure. listen country, to country sorry. music. Although I will say that best country duo and group perform performance went to Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber for ten thousand hours, which I wasn't expecting at all. Justin yeah. Bieber winning a, a country Grammy. Speaking of things that I that I that I was surprised by, uh, even though Kanye West pissed in one of his Grammys, uh, he's still getting them. He won Best Contemporary Christian Music Album for Jesus is King. Well, congratulations to him, mate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he 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 deserved took a risk. That. He took a risk, and you know, according to the Grammys committee, it paid off. So good for him. Best Latin Pop or Urban Album went to Bad Bunny for Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana. Uh, I love Bad Bunny. That is not how I would have pronounced that album title. So, well, yeah, you know. it's 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 an acronym. So, if if it's if you know, you know. Yeah, I would have been like Wahum Kuglug. You look, you look Best spoken word album went to one of my favorite human beings in the world, Rachel Maddow, for uh, "Blowout," "Corrupted Democracy," "Rogue State Russia," and "The Richest, Most Destructive Industry on Earth." Rachel Maddow wins a Grammy. That is one of the sentences that I did not think I'd be yeah. saying in 2021. Uh, really happy for her. She's she's just kind of overall a really incredible human. Um, she she hosts a show on MSNBC. It's always really really hard hitting. It's it's really investigative journalism, which I really respect. Um, and so congratulations to her. Uh, other people nominated in this category are Meryl Streep. So uh, yeah, Rachel Meryl Streep for Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep for Charlotte's Web. I had nothing. I had heard nothing. Eh, mm. I heard nothing about that. Uh, but now I'm interested. Maybe maybe it'll be a good bedtime story. I do find it kind of interesting that there were really no spoken word albums nominated. It was just audiobooks, really. Because Catch and right. Kill is an audiobook, Charlotte's Web audiobook, Acid for the Children, a memoir audiobook, Alex Trebek, the answer is audiobook. Cool. So my question would be, do we need to separate audiobooks and spoken word? Because there is a whole spoken word community doing really incredible things. None of them got nominated this year. That seems a little odd. Uh, and then the next thing that I really, I really... Grammys did a good job here. For the first time in 30 years, a black woman has taken home best comedy album. Have you seen yeah. the video of Tiffany Haddish finding out that she won? It's so good. It's My so heart. good. Congratulations, Tiffany Haddish. Also, yes. shout out to all these other comedians who I'm sure are great, but are white men. It was a great thing for Tiffany Haddish to get the award. Um, it shows, especially that video that Jeremy's talking about, uh, it really shows the power that these award shows can have in legitimizing an artist and their own view of themselves. Um, so for Tiffany Haddish to get that emotional reaction of winning a Grammy, the first black woman to do it since Whoopi Goldberg is is really great. And I'm I'm really happy with that, with that outcome. Yeah. Best musical theater album went to Jagged Little Pill. Uh, Broadway, we miss you. Yep. We do. We seriously do come back best compilation soundtrack for visual media went to jojo rabbit i'm sure taika waititi was not expecting this award so 
good for Jojo Rabbit. It's interesting that two of the other uh, nominees in this category had like original songs that were written for the movie. Uh, and like things like Jojo, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood and Bill and Ted. Well, Bill and Ted kind of has original music for the movie, but were like just compilations of songs. Um, I just find that interesting. That I mean, it's it's best compilation soundtrack. That's the I know. One. It's just, it's an interesting category. Like most categories of the Grammys. Yeah. Best um, score soundtrack for visual media goes to Joker. Yeah. Again, it, I, I like this category because it always just feels like Grammys is just like lagging a little bit in yeah. in nominations. Uh, but I'd that like Joker shout out score. John Williams. Who's yeah. shout, out, shout out 1917, which we talked about ad nauseum. Yeah, I mean, shout out the movie, but I don't remember the music that well. I, I. I, I downloaded the score um, and I ended up really liking it. It's it's a really good score to just like turn on as like I'm working music um, cool. because it just it it feels like the movie. Nice. Best song that- written for visual media went to a song for a movie that isn't even out yet. Uh, but yep. it was supposed to come out. No Time to Die from No Time to Die, the James Bond movie. Billie Eilish winning another Grammy. Yay! I, I like I love Billie Eilish so much. She's so mm-hmm. great. And I and I and I and I want to protect her forever. Um yep. skipping forward. Uh best arrangement, instruments, and vocals went to He Won't Hold You uh by Jacob Collier. Now, now see, like, what's the difference between best arrangement, instruments, and vocals and like best and like record of the year i don't know like those sound really similar yeah i don't know the i don't know i it's about technicalities i guess i don't know what to say Uh, shout out slow burn that's a great song (laughs) yeah that is a great song i love that song that's like still my my wake-up alarm nice um best recording package i don't really know any of these uh nominees but i i love that the grammys gives out an award for how you package like literally physically package an album um i've always found that really interesting same thing with how they do uh best boxed or special limited edition packaging and also best album notes like such random little things that they give like awards out to sometimes i'd like to shout out two more two more grammys before we go i would like to do uh best opera um recording i believe goes to porgy and best met opera Yes. Shout out my employers. Woo! And last was best music video, Brown Skin Girl, Beyonce, Blue Ivy, and WizKid. Yes. Blue Ivy has a Grammy, guys. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Blue's got her own sippy cup now. Her own mm-hmm. gold sippy cup. Yeah. Um, I also uh, want to shout out producer of the year, non-classical, uh, who went to Andrew Watt. Uh, I always like this category because it's never, you know, the production of the song a lot of times is like what really gets you into that song. It's like if those first four bars don't get you into that song, you're probably going to skip it. And a lot of that credit goes to the producers of those songs. Uh, Andrew Watt has produced songs for Miley Cyrus, Future Nostalgia, Dua Lipa, Sam Smith, Justin Bieber, Five Seconds of Summer, Boogie with a Hoodie, Ozzy Osbourne, just a bunch of stuff. Even even, even more stuff. The list goes on and on. Best remix recording went to Roses, uh, which went really popular on TikTok. I think that's everything. Immersive audio album got pushed to next year because we're in COVID. 
Which what which category? The final category, best immersive audio performance or audio album. Mm. It's at the very very bottom. Interesting. I I feel like that's maybe a new category. Possible. I think it was probably created as a new category because like VR is becoming a new thing and like mm. really becoming popular, and so um, the idea of like creating an album that can also be kind of like live performance is uh, something that people are doing. Transmedia. Uh, oh, love me some transmedia. So uh, we're uh, we're we're adding more categories. Um, Grammys still don't make sense to me. It's totally fine. Uh, congratulations to everyone who won. Yes. Yeah. Um, really quick, some CWCs. What are we consuming, fellas? Nom 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 nom. Jacob. Uh, or Logan. I have one note. I will let Jacob go first, but I just want to add one note. Uh, yes, we know that the Oscar nominations came out this week. The Oscars are not until April 25th, so we're gonna hold off on that. Uh, so we're not just exclusively talking about award shows. Um, also, there's no housekeeping this week. That's why we didn't do it at the beginning of the show. We have something new coming tomorrow. Um, so keep an eye on our page. There's an interview being dropped tomorrow uh, that we're very excited about. We got to do an interview with the fantastic Regan Sims. Uh, she gave us some really cool answers. We're really excited to be working with her. Uh, yes. So uh, keep an eye on our Instagram page for that and on our YouTube Um we're very excited to be able to interview uh, new collective members. With that being said, with that rapid fire housekeeping, Jacob, what are you consuming? <laughs> I watched John Wick recently. Great movie. Solid um, movie. Yeah. Still watching Servant Season 2 on Apple TV+. Plus. Shit's getting real. I say Ooh. that every week, but you know, you guys should really check it out. I watched some catfish this morning. Eh, you know. Interesting. Just chilling. Chill show. Yeah. What about you guys? Jeremy? Friday, I watched the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, um, yes. How could I forget? Yes. So cool. Um, very different from WandaVision. Very different. Uh, uh, it's a lot more grounded, but then again, it's a superhero show, so go figure. Um, a lot of, like, espionage, like, military vibes. Um, I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah. That's all I can the say. The animation's looking sick. Yeah, and I wanna I wanna know where it's gonna end, how it's gonna change the MCU for better or for worse. That's always oh, it's the already fun changed thing. it for me. Yeah, that's always the fun things about these MCU shows is like, yes, like how can we enjoy them by themselves, but then how can we enjoy them ten years later when we see how it fits in the giant puzzle that is the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, that's really the newest thing I'm watching. And because we have to mention it every week, Snyder Cut is out and we're gonna watch it and we're gonna tell you about it next podcast yeah our next podcast will be pretty much exclusively snyder cut unless some like crazy news crazy stuff happens so uh be ready for us to talk about the snyder cut next week we talk about it every week it's finally time to talk about what we thought of it so we're planning a day in the upcoming week to uh sit down and watch this four-hour monster Mm, yummy logan what are you consuming sticking with the things that i've been consuming uh been playing Far Cry 5, uh, finishing up Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh, finally, for those who play Binding of Isaac, you'll understand this. I finally beat Satan. So that's Congratulations. Like, that's like the final, final boss. So uh, I was very excited about that. Um, that was really fun. Also still playing Apex Legends because of course I am. It's the game that me, Jeremy, and collective member Michael Jorge play. Nightly. In terms of uh, what I am watching, um, I'm disappointed in myself for this one. I got really, really hooked on season one of Are You the One, the old MTV reality show. Uh, it was deliciously awful. 
Uh, I only watched the first season and did not continue to the second because, you know, every season is different. And I got my my reality show fix and was like, you know what? I don't need this again. Normally, I find with like love reality shows that like the first season is the best season because it's the season that the producers have the least like grip on. It's the season that the producers are kind of like, let's see what happens. And then all the other seasons, they're like, well, everyone's already seen it normally. So now we have to throw a bunch of wrenches in and like create drama because we want it to be as good as the first season. So I stuck with the first season um, and uh, then looked online. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Are You the One? He says sarcastically. Um only one of the couples that was matched together uh, is still together to this day. Most of them ended up not together uh, like immediately after the show ended. So uh, it kind of, that also turned me off for the second season was I was like, the whole premise is that you find people like they're one and you only got one couple that ended up sticking together longer than two months. That is not a good sign. Uh, so I, uh, I stopped watching that show and instead decided to, uh, start uh watching criminal minds so that's gonna be a long journey i'm gonna put a bunch of other shows in the middle of me watching criminal minds it's not gonna be the only thing i watch i'm probably gonna finish watching yeah why don't you finish watching avatar well i haven't been in the mood for avatar jeremy i'm sorry i I literally sat down and was like i should watch avatar tonight and then i pulled it up on my computer and was like i don't feel like watching avatar brick i don't know what it is it's just i'm not i'm i'm currently not in the mood for animation or anime like i was gonna start uh demon slayer which is something that jeremy has recommended to me and i was just like i'm not i'm not in the mood for this right now i don't know what it is i'd rather you watch avatar than demon slayer yeah i'm sure uh it's just (laughs) a specific mood that i'm in can't explain it so uh yeah uh this coming week i'm gonna try and watch both the father and minari uh, I'm really going to try and get ready for the Oscars this year. I feel like every year I'm like behind on my movies to watch and I actually have to vote in the SAG awards. So uh, I need to get on that. Um, nice. Exercise your right to vote. Woo! Uh, I'm, I'm excited about all the things coming out. I'm excited about all the things uh, that are currently out. I've been hearing good things about the Snyder cut. So I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, yeah. That's what I've been consuming. Yeah. And we're just going to, wrap a good snug little bow on this podcast here thank you all for watching make sure you like and subscribe to black wolves make sure you follow us on instagram give us a thumbs up leave a comment what do you want us to talk about any just conversational topics that are based on weekly news let us know got any questions for us we'll have a questions we'll add a questions thing before we sign off who knows as always i'm your host jeremy van suarez you already know i'm jacob wade and i'm logan riley bruner see ya Bye-bye now. Bye.